Hello, happy Monday. Welcome to season two of Point and Line to Head, Elevating Hairdressing, the podcast all about art and design theory for hairdressers. I'm Cody, I'm a hairdresser and educator based in Washington, D.C. And I've taken a break now for a couple months to regroup and figure out what this next set of episodes is going to look like. And over that break, um, we have reached over 960 individual listens, and there's about 80 people, over 80 people subscribed. Um, That's insane to me. Um, So thank you to everyone who's tuned back in, everyone who's listening right now, um, everyone who continues to listen each week. Um, it really sort of like, it's overwhelming to me that people are actually listening and (laughs) listening repeatedly. So thank you for that. Um, and over the break, I also, I asked for your feedback and suggestions and what you would like to hear in future episodes and all of that. Um, so I've compiled some like crazy notes and my whole desk here looks like a disaster zone. Um, But I've sort of come up with generally what's going to happen in this season and sort of subject to change. Um, I'm always on the lookout for suggestions or feedback, what you think about this, previous episodes. Um, And I just sort of would love to hear anyone's opinions who's listened to this so far. So um, my email again is cody at pointlinehair.com. So feel free to um, anything you would like to tell me. <laughs> um, so let's sort of talk about, I want to spend this first episode talking about um, really what I'm trying to accomplish with this podcast, with the classes I do out of my studio um, and out of other salons and all of that, and sort of what I'm trying to create in the industry. And that is this culture of independent creative thinking. And that's something I've mentioned a few a few episodes now. And what that means is instead of having to run to a class every year or run to a class when someone is doing viral work on Instagram or run to a class when you're not sure how to do something, um, to sort of be able to think it through as a professional and sort of figure out what your voice is in the industry and then how do you sort of problem solve um, based on client requests and client needs. And let's rewind back here and talk about what hairdressing really is. So for me, uh, my journey began, like I'm sure many of you, and I went to a vocational program in high school. I finished up a few hours outside of that at one of these sort of quote-unquote designer schools, paid a lot of money for that. And then I went out into the real world thinking, oh, I know everything. (laughs) Realized I didn't, um, like so many of us. And then I started taking classes and 
continuing education and have spent so much time at classes and I have spent so much money on continuing education and I don't regret any of it. However, I feel that there's a huge portion that's missing from beauty school, quote unquote, or sort of our foundational training. And that is learning how to think for ourselves. And in this whole journey, and this is now 10 years into my career, which is really not that much time, but probably eight years in, I hit this sort of glass ceiling. And I, after going to some amazing education and working with some amazing, amazing hairdressers, I sort of hit this point where I'm like, okay, I, I understand the techniques I'm getting out of these classes and I'm understanding this and I'm understanding that, but there has, there's a missing piece in here somewhere. And I realized that hairdressing is not unlike architecture or design or any of those creative fields. And I started reading a lot of these really dense art theory books and textbooks and books written by artists, books written by painters and architects, and realized that the unifying principles that sort of go across all creative expression, be it painting or architecture or costume design or whatever it is, are exactly the same. And hairdressing falls under that same umbrella and is therefore subject to those same unifying principles. But I find what we end up learning in education, hairdressing education, is how to do something or how to repeat an effect over and over again and not how to take a concept and explore it or take client requests and create something that really suits their needs and suits their lifestyle and really functions for them. So I started thinking about what, what is hairdressing, right? So if you take away all of the, the odds and ends and the products and the color wheel and all of these things, if you take away all of that, hairdressing is the arrangement of a raw material exactly the same way that architecture is an arrangement of a raw material, exactly in the way that sculpting is an arrangement of a raw material. And hairdressing is the art of applying artificial laws to a material that is subject to natural laws, wherein the material remains in governance of natural laws upon completion of the work. Meaning... We have this raw material, this natural material, hair. We cut it, color it, we apply artificial laws. So those are things that we create. So created sort of laws, artificial laws. But the material is always subject to its own behaviors and to sort of natural laws of the universe. And we create that work of art on a person. And this work of art has to be practical 
and function for that person. And in essence, we are designing something that is going to function for a client. So our role as professionals is not that much different from an architect or a designer. And if we learn how to think the way they do, and if we learn to acknowledge fundamental design principles the way that they do, our work becomes that much stronger. The client enjoys what we're creating. We're excited about the work we're producing and everyone wins in the end. And I believe by sharing information and sharing knowledge with each other, we all grow. And to just sit in a corner and be a great, brilliant hairdresser and not share any of that knowledge with someone else is a crime. So sharing elevates all of us. And one of the biggest things I hear <clears throat> in stories as I travel around and talk to different hairdressers across the country is that we all want to be respected as hairdressers. And we want to be respected as artists. And there's all sorts of brilliant minds right now in the industry trying to accomplish that. But you can't be respected as a professional and an artist without understanding fundamental principles and without understanding truly what it is that you do as a professional inside and out. So this culture of independent creative thinking. Now, in my whole journey of taking all sorts of classes and trying to adopt principles and do work just like certain education companies do their work, and I realized trying to sort of squish myself into this mold of someone else that came before me does not help me grow. And as I've traveled and talked to other hairdressers, we all work differently. We all have different thought processes. We all have a different way of getting from point A to point B. And none of that is wrong. No way that someone else works is incorrect. So while there are sort of technical rules of hairdressing, telling someone how to work or telling someone this is how you're supposed to do this every single time hinders every single one of us. And I decided after going to so many classes that we don't need another, like, ex-Sasuni cutting a bob in front of us and explaining section by section, inch by inch. And we don't need another sort of Instagram celebrity explaining this is how you hand paint hair. We need to understand fundamental practices and fundamental sort of laws of art and design. And when you understand those and you understand sort of geometry and light and all of these various things that go into creative expression, you truly understand what you do and you can bring your ideas to life. You don't need someone else to fill your head with ideas. You need to be able to look within and come up with your own ideas. And to sort of close up this first episode, I have 
a quote from Bertrand Russell, who was a British philosopher, and he said, what is wanted is not the will to believe, but the will to find out. So you have to ask yourself, as a creative professional, as a hairdresser, do you want to spend your whole career just waiting to be told what to do, believing someone else's words over and over again? Or do you want to be able to look within and figure out the answers for yourself? Every single one of us as hairdressers is capable of being the next Vidal Sassoon or Guy Tang or whoever it is that you might look up to. But it's a matter of looking within and expressing yourself and creating work that is the extension of your own being. I want to thank you for listening to this first episode of season two. For more information on this podcast and education offerings, head over to pointlinehair.com dash education.com or head over to the Facebook page uh, Point and Lines Ahead search that on Facebook should pop right up if you liked this episode make sure you're subscribed and keep an eye out on Mondays for new episodes thank you again so much for listening welcome to season 2 of Point and Line to Head Elevating Hairdressing